You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly Bulletin. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, Errol Parker, and newsreader Wendell Hussey. How are we all, gentlemen? Not bad, mate. A uh, bit happier than last week. You know, I took myself bowling at uh, the uh, AMC on, on Valentine's Day, you know, because I've given up on that type of thing. So, so yeah, just had a real quiet one. Well, it's always good to see men going their own way. What about you, Wendell? Yeah, good, Clancy. Had a uh, an interesting kind of a week. Obviously, there's all this stuff with Facebook. Also went down earlier in the week to um, oh, yeah. one of the meetings there with Errol. Interesting stuff going on there. I don't think it is for me. I don't think I'll go my own way. I'll keep going the society's way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, definitely interesting to see what they're doing down there. How are you, Clancy? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, yeah, you know, Valentine's Day was a hit. I really delivered there with some native flowers. You know, big improvements from the ironing board of 2020. Good on you, Clancy. Uh, <laughs> great to hear. Should we get into the news? Yep. Righto. We'll start off with the biggest story of the week. And that broke the day Facebook banned news. And the headline on it reads, report, not a bad day for someone trying to duck questions about his staff committing rape. Yes, on Thursday, the nation woke up to the big news. And that was, news had been taken off Facebook. All Australian publishers, including the likes of the Newcastle Jets and the Bureau of Meteorology, were banned. And while this was cause for concern for the government, who were under fire for botching the media code, there was a silver lining. Indeed, Clancy, because it took a bit of the heat off the Prime Minister and his cabinet, who were under heavy fire for the fact that one of their staffers was sexually assaulted inside Parliament House, and they handled it appallingly, with seemingly no empathy whatsoever. So in a roundabout way, it turned out to be a much better day than the Prime Minister had planned. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was no talk of those kids on Christmas Island, there was no talk of the corruption with the... uh you know, the grants being handed out by Peter Dutton. In fact, no one was really looking into this inquiry into media diversity either. Family court got abolished. You know, a lot of news stories that the Prime Minister didn't want to have to be asked questions about. Because all he was being asked about was Facebook and it was a problem he had to solve. And he actually turned to his wife for help on the issue. Jenny reportedly told the Prime Minister to look at the Facebook changes as if his own daughters were independent newspapers. That's right. Facing the prospect of an angry media industry who now had one of their biggest traffic sources taken away, Scott has turned to the nation's new empathy consultant, Jenny. Yes, his wife Jenny, of course, told him to think about the Parliament House sexual assault in the context of a father who has young women in his life who are emotionally important to him. And that allowed him to understand the situation and sympathise with his former employee. And after the success of that, Jenny then told Scott to think about these independent publishers who didn't get a payout from Google and have been banned from posting on Facebook like they were his daughters. Something that is important to a man like him. Certainly an interesting way of tackling that problem. There was some feel-good news out of this saga, though, and that was about Melbourne's African gang's slowly transforming into African picnics as Facebook bans the Herald Sun. Yes, the horrifying scourge of Sudanese and Ethiopian teenage gangsters wreaking havoc in Melbourne's public spaces has seemingly vanished over the last few days as the News Corp publications continue to remain off-limits to Australian social media users. African gangs are slowly transforming into the cheerful black kids they were before Andrew Bolt started writing about them. And they're making the most of Melbourne's parks and shitty beaches. Truly remarkable. 
like nature returning to its natural state. Mm. Yeah, just a few less landmines there, Wendell. And a few more needles. And in some local news from here in Batuta, and a small child has gotten their first glimpse of man's inhumanity to man with a brutal double bounce on the trampoline. Yes, a six-year-old Batuta Heights boy last week incurred his first taste of real life after having a trampoline session with his older, slightly rougher neighbours. Poor little Tim thought a game of Crack the Egg, I, I think that's what it's called these days, sounded like a great idea, so he desperately tried to get in on that, as younger kids like to do, and unfortunately it ended up with him rolling around in the fetal position, meeting a double bounce head-on. Welcome to first grade, son. Plenty more to come of that, Tim. And in some other news from around our town, the dishwasher's broken, says woman staring at plates with three kilos of risotto still glued to them. Similar situation to the one at your house the other night, Errol, when you chuck the plates in the dishwasher with half that Woolworths lasagna still on them. It's the same thing with risotto. And this local woman, Shiana, has lashed out at her dishwasher this week after it spat her crockery and cutlery back out, looking worse than they looked when they went in. Like you, Errol, she said she doesn't rinse her dishes because she doesn't see the point in washing them twice, because she is a flippant slob. Rinsing dishes is a waste of time, mate. A good dishwasher should just clean the plates... But, you know, after Caitlin left, and I've just been doing things on my own at, um, at, at home. I've just been using um, plastic plates and plastic cutlery, and then at the end, I just put them in the bin. When I was single, I'd just throw them on the lawn and fire up the gurney. I think that'd use a bit too much water. Some interesting little life hacks there for anyone listening who is a single man or living alone. But I think that's the end of our weekly news bulletin for this week. Thanks for your company. As always, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next time. See you. Bye-bye. Hooroo! Wagwan, bitch. <laughs>